John Granado jumps on with us. He's the morning host for, uh, with uh, ESPN 97.5 in Houston. And I want to get to the Rockets with you, but we're going to start with those Houston Texans, man. I First off, I love this team. I, I think what they've been able to do this season and C.J. Stroud and just the turnaround for this team in one year has been like the epitome of worst to first in the NFL, which they have a chance to win the division this weekend. Let's not even look at whether or not they can win that game yet. Just from where they were last year to where they are right now as a team, how much on a scale of 1 to 10 would you say this season has been a surprise for you, given the expectations before the season started for the Texans? 1 to 10? Yeah, 10, uh, 10's the biggest surprise for you. Let's put it that way. 50. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly. I mean, uh, no, listen, I, I took the over two last year. I took the over on four and a half uh, wins by the Texans because I thought Lovey was going to come through and he was going to change things be, after David Culley because David Culley was a disaster. And I thought Lovey would change the culture. And, they, they, you know, obviously they were terrible and they won three games. And that last game that they won against the Colts, uh, even that was a screw-up because you didn't get the number one pick. Well, it turns out that it couldn't have worked out better for them because they would have taken Bryce Young, and instead they took C.J. Stroud. And everybody was up in arms here. You guys can't even win right. It's horrible. We got the second pick. We got, <laughs> instead, of, instead of Trevor Lawrence, we got Zach Wilson. You idiots. Well, it turns out that it worked out for the best. That it, all, it, was, it couldn't have worked out better. And here they are sitting where no one thought that they would be. The under-over this year was six six and a half uh, and here they are at nine wins and we couldn't be happy I, even if they lose this game the city of Houston is behind this team what Nick Casario has done what what D'Amico Ryans has done what CJ Stroud has done what Will Anderson has done what Derek Stingley has done this team is on the way up and it's been so horrible here guys this has been the doldrums it's been the worst organization in the NFL and now here we are on the precipice but I'm disgusted right now because my buddy just sent me he doesn't know three guys on either team the Colts or the Texans but 89% of the bets and 94% of the money is on the Texans right now oh, which means oh the Colts are going to destroy the Texans on Saturday night yeah that is that is not good John I, we look we all love this team Nick said it I love him too I'm an Alabama guy I think D'Amico Ryans would be a great hire if they decide to poach him away when Nick Saban retires I want to know outside of CJ Stroud though what player on that roster ha do you think has surprised you the most with with how they've been able to play this season well motor uh, you know uh stink uh, um um the, the running back oh my god my, singletary. My singletary? singletary yeah <laughs> uh he has been fantastic because we thought going into the season that it was going to be damian pierce and you know he was awesome last year and singletary comes on and you know out, out of buffalo he did very little for them and here he is doing what he's doing right now and i think he's the difference in this game singletary is it, it has been a godsend for this offense he is an outside zone runner whereas damian pierce is a one cut go up the field and that's not what they're doing with slow bobby slowick as the offensive coordinator. So a Singletary has been just a godsend for this team, and he, he's a difference maker. Listen, Indianapolis doesn't stop the run. They're 27th in the league against the run. The Texans stop the run. So 
if the Texans can can handle Jonathan Taylor and Trey Sermon this week, they got a chance to control the football and 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 make uh, Minshew beat you. And you know, if Minshew has to beat you, and you can control the football, you're going to be in very good shape. That said, <coughs> excuse me. That said, the money is all on uh, the Texans, so I do not like where we are. I saw that the uh, the Devin Singletary, to your point, he's got a pretty big incentive on his contract. He needs 73 scrimmage yards, and he'll rake in $250,000. You like Devin Singletary to, to rush for 100 You talk about the, oh, the Colts being able to not stop the run. Yeah, if you look at his game against Cincinnati, you look at some of the Titans game on the road, you look at uh, the Cincinnati game on the road, he has been a difference maker. And so I really do. I really like him against this defense. Again, they're 27th against the run. This, they've got a great front seven. They've got a bunch of guys up front that, can, that, that look wonderful, but they don't stop the run. So the Texans are definitely going to put that in play. They're going to definitely feed him. They're going to feed Motor the ball. And they're going to take care. That, that's why I couldn't remember his name. We always call him Motor here. That's uh, Singletary's Motor, and he's got a motor. And I think that he is going to be a difference maker in this football game. I know he's out for the year, but were you surprised at how good Tank Dell was so fast? Listen, I, we saw him here at the University of Houston. I'm good friends with Dana Holgerson, the head coach there. He knew. I mean, he said, this, it, what, he weighed hundred and. 55, 160 pounds. And he said, I said, well, how's he going to hold up in the NFL? And he said, he doesn't get hit. He just doesn't get hit. I, I'm, I, I'm beside myself. Y'all, I don't know if you saw the injury that he had. Yeah. They had him blocking inside on a goal line play. And I asked Dana, I said, how much, how many times did you do that? Make Tank Dell your lead blocker on a goal line play. And he got run up on by Pierce and the defender and, and broke his leg. And he said, well, zero. Um, he's 165 pounds. Why would you ever have him trying to block a safety to open up a hole for the running back three yards out of, of the goal line? That was a huge mistake by this football team. And I thought it was the death knell of this football team. But it, it's not. It, you know what? They continued to see Jake has been great. Nico's been great. Uh, Woods has stepped up. Um, it's been a guy too. after Noah Brown has been ste- has stepped up. It's been guy after guy after guy that just has stepped up for this football team. It's next man up, which boy, I sure would love it if Tank was there. He's he is going to be a great football player for years to come in this league. Yeah, there's, there's it's just definitely a good sign for an organization's future when you can tell they can identify young talent because well one if they're contributing right away it's a lot cheaper for that team but two you know you've got a bright future when you continue to build that organization as you go forward. Uh, talking to John Granado, BetMGM tonight. Who would you give the, maybe? How would you spread out the credit for C.J. Stroud's season this year? Because we talk so much obviously about what he's been able to do, but there's a guy like when you look at the offensive coordinator and Bobby Slowick. I feel like he hasn't really been mentioned enough. To me, it's a little different because I, I'm a Commanders fan, and I remember when he was in the Washington organization and, like, eight different guys on that Mike Shanahan coaching staff are now head coaches or offensive coordinators somewhere. But I feel like he's somebody that doesn't get enough credit for how C.J. Stroud has developed because, really, most people kind of were like, I don't know what C.J. Stroud's going to be. And now we're looking at somebody that is a runaway offensive rookie of the year. I don't. I, first of all, it's him. 
you know, because mm-hmm. he's throwing the football, uh, you know, over and over. I love Bobby Slowick and mm-hmm. what Bobby Slowick has done. I think he's made some mistakes, like, for example, the Tank Dell injury. That was one mistake. And he's he, he's called some plays. The Cincinnati game, he, I, I'm going deep into this, the Cincinnati game where uh, he, he threw in a pick six late in the game. They ended up winning that game against Joe Burrow. It wasn't, a, you know, that was a Joe Burrow game, and the Texans were still able to go to Cincinnati and win. But Bobby Slowick has been fantastic. Look, look at the Bill Belichick tree versus the Shanahan tree. Yeah. I mean, with the McVay and LaFleur and Bobby Slowick. And, I mean, it's it's fantastic. That offense has, has changed his lives. And maybe, maybe C.J. wouldn't be C.J. without Bobby Slowick. Um, maybe Bryce Young would be a lot better if, if, if the Texans actually had the first pick and Bobby Slowick was here. I don't know, but I do know Bobby Slowick deserves a lot of credit. D'Amico deserves a lot of uh, credit. Um, I can't credit the offensive line because it's been it's been man up and it's been it's in tatters for most of the season. Um, the wide receivers there was considered the worst room in the league, mm-hmm. along with the Titans before the season started, and yet here they are now. Tank stepped up and he's been, but Nico stepped up as well. I'm going to credit CJ. He has been mm-hmm. he's been unbelievable. I, I I did not see it coming. I don't know that anybody saw it coming. Him being this, but man, oh man, give the kid the credit. He has been spectacular. Do you think Slovak leaves that and gets an offensive or gets a head coaching job this offseason? Absolutely. That was yeah. my biggest worry about hiring a defensive coach. Is the guy that is coaching CJ first mm. is going to get that job? And now I worry. You know, you see, you change an offensive coordinator that's got so much success. Look at Jalen Hurts after Steichen has left. I mean, he's not the same guy. And I worry that that's the same thing that's going to happen to CJ is that, that Slowick leaves. And unless they get somebody from the Shanahan tree that has that same – that Gerard Johnson is the quarterback coach here, and maybe he's learning quite a bit and can continue that. But that's a big worry that when Slowick leaves, that CJ is not going to be that same guy. John, how? what do you think the plan of attack for the Texans this offseason is going to be? Because we know NFL teams, when you have a rookie quarterback, that is the best time to build the rest of your roster in the NFL. So since they got Will Anderson, they don't have a first-round pick heading into this upcoming draft. Do you think they're aggressive because they have CJ, because they have Will, they have their head coach? Could we see the Texans being a player and, uh, you know, going after some guys? Well, they still have the Browns' first-round pick. Mm. So that, that, that's going to be later because the Browns have overachieved, obviously, with Joe Flacco. But they still have that first-round pick, and they have their, their second-round pick. Um, I, 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 interior line is something that you need. You need safety. Uh, I think you need – if you've got that game guy, if Adunza is there from Washington – uh, who knows who's going to fall at wide receiver. I think they still need that huge playmaker. Look at what the Dolphins are doing with all those playmakers. You need If you can find a speed guy, another speed guy to go along with Tank and Nico, because Nico's coming up on his last year, so there's, there's, that's, a, that's a potential problem. Um, I, I really think that they got to get weapons for CJ. I think the offensive line will be fine once they get it all healthy next year. Um, interior line, safety, and wide receiver. That's what I think that uh, will be the priority. This weekend, though, I want to talk a little bit about player props. We talked about, uh, of course, Devin Singletary and that being a great matchup for him. Uh, what, who are some other players that you expect to have huge games? 
I think Nico will have a, a big game. I, listen, uh, Derek Stingley has been a godsend. I mean, he missed, you know, seven games, but he has been awesome, and he's got to have a great game. Um, will Anderson was limit, has been limited these last few weeks uh, because of injury. Hopefully he's going to have a huge game. Um, Sheldon Rankins has been awesome all season long. I gotta, I gotta think he's gonna put pressure up the middle. No, quarterbacks hate when that that pressure is coming up the middle, and Sheldon Rankins has been doing that a lot of the year. Blake Cashman has been awesome. This, I don't know what you guys say. I don't know what you guys have been talking about as far as executive of the year, but this is Nick Casario's hands down. The if you look at the acquisitions that that guy has made this offseason. And it's been guy after guy after guy that has contributed. I don't think there's any question. Nick Casario has done the best job in the NFL as far as executives go. There's a lot of guys that could step up and and be big for this football team. I, I think Nico Collins really has to have a big game, though. If Nico Collins has a big game with Singletary doing what he's doing, I think the Texans win this football game. It's crazy to think they lose that number one overall pick in the last game of last year, and it turned out to work just fine for them. And they're one win away from a division title in the first year under C.J. Stroud. It's unbelievable. John Granato, really appreciate the time. Thanks for coming on with us. Y'all, y'all take care of my man Scott Lynn there, will you? No, we will. We'll do our best. We'll do our best. Scott, Scott's smiling over there, so he's he's good. Uh, man, I, I I love the Texans, uh, and you know what it is too. Like it's one of those where it's just one of those stories where we talk so much about the NFL and it, these worst to first situations. It, it is they are the perfect example of just that. It's incredible. I can't. I, I, I mean, love their team. It, it, there's so so many likable dudes. Too. Yeah, there are. Just and when you get when you got young guys contributing. All right, if the playoffs started today, who'd be on upset alert? We're gonna tell you next. Bet MGM the night.